This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. What's up, guys? Welcome to this Masters Class episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe while we review the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You got it down to a science now, man. I'm getting, yes. I'm getting way better at it. it. It took some practice, but I, I think I finally got it. Yeah. Which is kind of strange. We are, <laughs> we are plowing through the MCU, which is like every nerd's dream. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> oh, so... uh. How are you guys doing? Good. Terrible. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm doing all right, man. Uh, you know, I'm excited to get into Doctor Strange, which is the movie we're talking about today. Not the Multiverse uh, of Madness yet, though. This is, no, no. This this is, is the actual OG. Doctor Strange. Yeah. This well, not is... the OG, like, 70s porn stash Doctor Strange either. <laughs> right. We don't talk about Bruno. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. This is, uh, we'll call it Doctor Strange 1. This is, you know... Yeah. This, this was an unexpected little treat, right? Like, the MCU's rolling along, doing really well, and uh, they say, we're going to do a Doctor Strange movie, and yet again, I I'm, I'm, shouldn't be surprised, but I'm surprised. Yeah. You know? Because it's a, it's a weird character, dude. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's an important character, but a weird one. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before we get into the movie, though, what's, what's new in you guys' world? We haven't talked in a while. Yeah, that's true. Everybody's been busy, so that's what's new in our world. We've all been busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy stuff um yeah i mean you know things have been good with a lot of changes at work hopefully all for the good there might be a bloodbath coming but i don't know oh god <laughs> is it that is it shark week that <laughs> time of the, the month that's the rumor that's the rumor i heard anyway. someone refer to that as um shark week and now i can't like stop saying that <laughs> like for that time of the month it's just yeah. called shark week and i'm like oh, oh that's so great <laughs> so but yeah work's been busy which is good and uh, yeah, my little my little grandbaby's growing up. It's crazy. Oh, she's standing so up on awesome. her own. She's crawling now. Oh man! So I mean, she's she'll be walking during the summer. I mean, she's only eight eight and a half months now. So we get videos every day. We're going to see him next weekend. So that's going to be cool. So that's pretty much it for me. And Joe, oh Joe, I took the stickers off the guitar. By the way, I saw that. I was just getting ready to say, I'm glad you took the stickers off the guitar. I did that for you today. I I oiled up the. I hold up the, the fingerboard and, uh, you know, so, yeah. What kind of stickers are we talking here? Like, no, it was a new, it had that new Fender uh, sticker. It was the plastic okay. on the pick guard. I, I still. So, but I, it, I got the thing yesterday. So, you know, it was, it was in the room here for a couple of hours and Joe's on my ass about, <laughs> I didn't have a chance to pull up. <laughs> Pull a sticker off. Thought wow. you had like some Ramon stickers on there or something. No, I, I don't do that. I do that to cases. I don't do that. To well, guitars. I I brought it up only because I knew you had the new guitar and I wanted to talk about it. Oh, I know. And, and yeah, you, Joe nailed it. I was sta I staged it back there so everyone could see it. 
<laughs> I did that. I moved the telly on the rack and I put that one front and center. But uh, no, I had to leave a sticker on it because I the box came yesterday and it came in an outer box and then you know obviously the fender box. But the outer box, the bottom part of the box was soaked in some kind of oil. Oh, like it smelled horrendous. It was like I don't know. I don't even know what it was. Hydraulic fluid or something. So I pulled out the box from from that box and even the fender box had a little bit on it so i was freaking out but um nothing got inside obviously the guitar was fine but i had to make sure it was good before i started pulling shit off it so yeah for sure but it's good i love it so well, it's it's cool that they changed the oil on it but you know like usually the setup <laughs> you gotta take somewhere yeah. else that's pretty that's nice, true but. very true very yeah. true yeah <laughs> it was good yeah well um if you listen to our episodes the day they drop you're probably wondering why this didn't drop on the day it was supposed to drop and uh yeah that's part of what's new with me uh we had a little emergency in the family the day we were going to record this and you know my daughter got in her first real accident and uh we had to go take care of that luckily nobody was hurt um i think i can fix the car myself even though it looked a lot worse when i first pulled up than it did after i cleaned up some of the metal and bent the hood back down but uh (laughs) You know, it's those growing pains. Uh, it's the first, you know, it's one of those calls you never want to get, but oh, yeah. Yeah, at dude. least I got it out of the way. It's done now. Yeah. The first one. Well, so I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, you, you've only got 25 more kids that could potentially get into I know, right? right? Fender benders, man. I'm just waiting for the call when one of them hits the other one. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. There's so many of them that could happen very easily. Statistically, yeah. yeah. No, I had a friend that did that, like... Um, he ran into his sister. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, it's wow. bad, but also good. I'm like, at least the other person's not going to sue you. But at the same time, your insurance just got double fucked. That was the story of the week at the insurance company. <laughs> 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 like this guy hit his sister. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad everything's okay, man. Cause that was a scary text to see. Like that's, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, nobody got hurt. And a car seems salvageable because, you know, yeah. it's a whole can well, of worms. Yeah. I mean, what she hit was an SUV that was taller than her car. Oh, so the worst. It basically hit the front headlight and pushed the top cross member, the one that holds the hood down. Mm-hmm. It pushed that back, but it didn't mess up the actual frame frame or the engine. Um, it fucked up the radiator, but the radiator, like, there's no, there's no puddle under the car. So it seems to be still holding, like, coolant. Wow. And, um, the way that engine set up, the air intake sits on top of the engine and, and goes over the engine. So it looks like that cross member pushed into the intake and just broke the plastic of the intake. Mm-hmm. So I figure a new hood, well, not a new hood, but a junkyard hood. Yeah. Um, maybe junkyard bumper, even though the bumper, I could just probably duct tape it. The car is silver and duct tape silver. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so a new headlight, you know, I'm probably going to need to replace the radiator just because it won't sit right. Um, a new intake and... If I can straighten that cross member out, it'll be good to go. That's cool. I drove I drove it back to the house. I didn't let her drive it because she was kind of shook and I didn't want oh, you know yeah. if if yeah. the car started acting weird for her not to know the yep. signs. So I was like, I'll drive it back home. Drove it home about a ten minute ride back home, and it drove the whole way. It didn't even feel shitty. It felt like normal. That's pretty impressive, dude. It must be a Kia. Yeah. No, that's actually a, a, a Pontiac. <laughs> believe it or not. Wow. No, I saw the pictures. That was kind of scary looking, man. So yeah. yeah, well, luckily she was smart enough when she called me to tell me she was okay and that everyone was okay first. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The uh, craziest part of the entire situation when I got there, the people. So 
the people she had hit, they were pulling into this place. Uh, it turned out to be that they were here from Miami for a softball tournament. There was like five little softball girls and their mom and dad in this mm-hmm. SUV. Um, and they just got done playing and they were looking for their Airbnb. So they were just about missed it. So they slammed on their brakes to turn into it um, off this like busy ass street in Gainesville. And she was behind them. And instead of hitting the brakes, she accidentally hit the gas pedal. Oh, shit. And that's why it really was so bad. Um, but as I was talking to the people, they're like, yeah, we're here from Miami. I'm like, so me, obviously, I'm like, oh, I'm from Miami. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I can't resist. Like, if I hear that word, it's going on. Of course. So they're like, oh, really? What part? And I'm like, well, it used to be called Cutler Ridge, but now it's called Cutler Bay. And they're like, that's where we're from. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And I'm like, what part of it? Because there's multiple parts of it. And they're like, oh, we're from the Whispering Pines part, which, you know, that's how you know you're in the hood if the neighborhood sounds fancy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, shit, I'm from Whispering Pines. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, wow. so the lady gives me her license and insurance and stuff so I can get a copy of it. And I look at the address. I put the address into Google Maps because I'm like, fuck, this is close to my house. It pops up. They live three blocks from where I live <laughs> in Miami. Like the next, like if you go to the end of my street wow. and they go two streets over, that's where they live. Damn. Oh, so, like, crazy. I start talking to them. They look around my age. The husband went to high school with me. He graduated ah. two years before me from my high school. Holy shit. So, like, what's the fucking chances? Yeah, that's it's crazy. World, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. It's not like it's Rhode Island where there's five people live. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. people in Florida. That's pretty oh, Especially good. Miami. Miami's yeah, one exactly. of those massive fucking metropolises. Right? Holy um, shit. That's but, yeah, cool. so it's like small fucking world. I wish, like, we would have met under different circumstances, but. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, there's five people in Rhode Island and four of them are dicks, just so you know. <laughs> and then the fifth one's somebody who sucks dicks. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, you remember Greg Giraldo? Rest yes. in peace. Uh, yeah, I miss he, him. Uh, he had this one joke. He's like, you know, they always say America's like the greatest country in the world, but what if they don't know that there's like some country, it's like an island, and there's like 100 people that live there, and 99 of them are hot women that'll suck your dick for a nickel, and the 100th <laughs> is a dude that hands you nickels. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he, uh, was, he was one of a kind. I'll never forget that joke. I don't know why that joke always stuck with me. I was like, that's so fucking funny. I know why that joke stuck with you, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of strange, like this movie we're doing today. Yes. Woohoo! Ooh, that was nice. Very I nice. hit the post. Doug, did you get the segue? I did, 100%. Uh, so you know what that means then. What are we doing today, Eric? Oh, man. Today we are going to talk about Doctor Strange. Um. A movie about a a surgeon, a sorcerer, and a bunch of other stuff. I got a lot to say about this movie, because you know I love these Marvel films, but this is not one of my favorite, and yet, and yet, it sort of kind of redeemed itself when I rewatched it. Oh, okay. So, it's at at odds with itself in my mind. It's, uh, I'm trapped in the fucking mirror universe, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I do love the whole Mary Universe thing. It's like fuck, especially like it, it reminds me of Inception so fucking much. Oh, it's it's total, totally Inception inspired some of these uh, sequences, but that's a good thing, I think. Um, well, let's dive right in, man. The movie opens, uh, and well, let me say this: um, my daughter loves this movie for some reason. I think I touched on this before. So this movie's been playing in my house, um, and I'm not the one playing it for weeks. Like, I'll just hear it coming out of the other room. Um, so I'm 
now intimately familiar with with a lot of the beats that I wasn't before. Yeah. And uh, but she's nine and she likes it more than me. So I don't know what that says to you, but oh, I know what it says to me. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. See, so, oh no, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Be- before we get into this, Marvel does a couple things. They make these movies, but these movies are different types of movies. Like you know, it's not just about the heroes. Like we have the spy movie we have the heist movie we have the straight up action movie we have the thriller movie we have Mm -hmm. the darker ones we have the ones that are bright and shiny and fun and happy like guardians this to me i don't even know like what this falls into um it's I, i know it's mystic like the mystic arts and that kind of stuff and like kind of the spiritual realms a little more um, but I don't know, just, it, it speaks to me. It's, I think it's kind of why, cause we were trying to figure this out cause everyone shits on Iron Fist and I'm like, I really fucking liked Iron Fist. Like, mm. I think it has that more like, also like Shang-Chi is another one of these type movies where it's more. So like if the screenplay has the word chakra in it, like you're all, <laughs> yeah, like I think I just, I really like, like this kind of Asiatic themed movie. I don't know if that's right. The right word though. Like. I can um, see what you what you're driving at. Yeah, like just a, a heavy Eastern philosophy. Yeah. yeah, there's like some yeah, philosophy. Yeah. There's like ancient aliens type stuff in it. It's not just you know like straight up you know straightforward story. The the story has some weird kind of like shit that you have to really suspend disbelief for. Well, like old and, god stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like myth, yeah. like like I'm I'm obsessed with like old Greek mythology and shit like that yeah. and like Norse mythology. I love those kind of like old world tales. Well, this and, is older than that. Yeah, you know? and I was always a fan of like. You know, the, you know, when I worked at Animal Kingdom in Disney, like Asia was right my favorite place at the park, and I'd work around there and like I'd get into all the lore, the Yeti, and all that kind of shit. I don't know, just something about this like rings true in the whole Everest thing. Like, mm-hmm. I I like these kind of that kind of part of the world. Like like Japan's awesome to me. You know, uh, Thailand, Bangkok, Vietnam. Like I really like this part of the world, and I think that these movies capture a little bit of that. You know, oh, like. Yeah. I agree that the energy was, you get from that. Yeah, this was a good place for the MCU like to focus, but that's not my issue with it, man. <laughs> yeah, like when well, you I'm just, said, I'm just saying, like type of movie wise, that's how it, it falls into that category for me. And I think I just really like those kind of those kind of movies. Yeah, like, I, I, I know what you're saying. I think I think um, because it's a it's an origin movie because it has to be a superhero origin movie. Those yeah. are the hardest to make interesting. Like Absolutely. it's such an uphill battle yeah. to do. Like, yep. here's the beats you know you have to get. He's flawed. How does he yep. change? What's his arc? It's the same. Well, not even that he's flawed. He's an irredeemable dickhead piece of shit. Like, right, right, right. And right. then he gets brought fucking down, like as low as he can, and then he becomes an even more irredeemable dickhead. Oh, piece I was of gonna shit. say that was that's <laughs> that's my whole beef with this thing is he doesn't redeem himself no I'm that's what i love like yeah. he doubles down on being a dick and becomes but, even better at being a dick <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean there's being a dick and there's being a dick and he like just, he's the in the beginning of this of movie dick. he's fucking arrogant and he's fucking narcissistic and he's fucking all about himself and what is the lesson he learns in this movie that okay by going even more 10 times hardcore what i did before i can be even more of a narcissistic exactly. arrogant because now shit. i have power i have yes. actual power to be a dick <laughs> I, I think it inspires me <laughs> to become a better version of me I mean, shit th- this this mf almost killed roadie yeah. so yeah yeah you know so like i mean him. he's he's the dentist of the mcu 
Yes. Yes, he is. that is that's pretty That's very accurate. correct. And I, I think that's why I like him so much. Like cause okay. I love those characters. Like I like the asshole narcissistic characters. So like he's not, he goes beyond asshole. Remember, yeah. assholes are redeemable, Joe. And there's oh, a yeah. reason that, that okay. Shang Chi He is a hundred percent a dick. Yeah, he 100% is a hundred percent a dick. Ninety percent of the time. Um <laughs> yeah. there's a reason Shang Chi feels kind of the same and works a lot better for me. And it's this like so we'll get into it, man. Well, yeah, you know, but they're a little yeah. different. Well, Shang Chi's actually a good person. Yeah, he's <laughs> but, a good person, and and yeah. this is another How one of those dad, like, though. <laughs> you know, those white savior movies where like this, yeah. yeah, this guy goes to a foreign land, and in I, two I weeks becomes better than that, everybody. You know, yeah, not only that, but like the first, the one that was the Sorcerer Supreme form was also a fucking white British lady. <laughs> like, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was a little I mean, rough. No, nothing against Tilda Swinton because she's a fantastic, fantastic actress, but like I yeah. It's like when the right hand man in fucking Shang Chi was fucking Razor Fist, and like, why is he some weird ass white dude? Why wouldn't he be like right, know, right, someone right. more appropriate to the part of the world he's from? Mm-hmm. There's there's some of that going on. So yeah, like I said, we'll we'll jump right in. Scene opens up. You get this uh, sorcerer. He's later revealed to be well. He's for, I gotta say he's plays he's played by Bads Mickelson, who's a yep. fantastic actor, man. Oh yeah, like he's great. Um, I feel like they may have wasted him a bit yeah. in this movie. I mean, um, he does play that character great. He does the best he can with mm-hmm. what he got. I think correct. Right. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not his fault that like the character was written how the character was written. Yeah. 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 So he's he's tearing some pages out of this um, this chained up book. Like he's in this this weird gothic library. Really cool looking scenery. Uh, they kill the guy who's in their garden, everything, and and his minions restrain. Um, this is the first time you get to see like these bands of energy they use in these Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange adjacent movies. Very cool, mm-hmm. look like sparklers, like fucking yeah. awesome. Um, Mads' character, he uses uh, and and I'm. This is another one of those. Uh, how do you say this name? Kaiselius. Kaecilius. Yeah, that's what I would say. I don't know that that's... No, it is. I've watched it, it enough is. times. Okay. It's Kaecilius. That sounds right. Like, that rolls off the tongue. Kaecilius. Yeah. Uh, he, he's got two big knives. He he cuts this guy's head off. It's very yeah. brutal. Brutal. Yeah. And I'm glad I let my nine-year-old watch this movie five times. Excellent. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it falls into, like, a bucket or, like, a cauldron or something. It's very, you know, yeah. jarring. Uh, the owner of the book is the Ancient One, played by Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, controversial, because the Ancient yeah. One was never intended to be a white lady. And yeah, was, yeah, a British white lady. A British white lady. Uh, but they That's went, that colonialism hitting <laughs> hard again. Hard, hard, man. Um, she's going after them, you know, a little late to the party. Yeah. Uh, as, as he flees, Cassilius bends, folds, and reshapes the streets and buildings of the city. So, like we talked about, it looks very Inception because the floor becomes the wall, oh, yeah. becomes the ceiling, and you're falling and sliding. It's very cool, it, man. It's like Inception through a kaleidoscope. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, it is very trippy. It Visually stunning, man. Like yeah. that. I'm a sucker for that. Like, like, I love that aesthetic. Like, when I see that, I'm just like, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. And shit like folding in on itself. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very mechanical. It makes it look mm-hmm. like a machine. Yeah. It... it it makes me. This is a movie that I think would be better if I was smoking uh, weed. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. 
because uh, it's just you know it's it's very like Pink Floyd to the Wall stuff happening. Yeah. Um, she's she's really a formidable fighter, obviously as as the chosen one, but uh, the ancient one is unable to pin down. Casilius, 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 and he escapes. That's gonna, God, that's you want to talk about a landmine? That yeah. name, every, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, when you see it spelled, it looks completely different. It does. It's, I was like I said, I've just seen this movie so many times, I know the names. Casilius, got it. Sorry. Yep. So, uh, after that, we we trans we that scene kind of comes to an end because he gets away, um, and now we're over in New York City. And we get to meet the renowned or renowned surgeon, Doctor Stephen Strange. I might call him Stephen. Call him Stephen. <laughs> Why? Because how's this? Because I'm an asshole. Oh, okay. There <laughs> and so you go. is he. <laughs> there you go. Uh, played by one Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, who, you know, honestly, I like him for this role. Like he does, nope. he, he does what he can with this role. Nope. <laughs> really? I what love the- Benedict Cumberbatch. But again, I've said it before, the worst American accent from a Brit. He sounds like he's got a stick so far oh, yeah. up his ass. Okay. But it works for this character because his character is kind of a pompous uh, asshole. No. <laughs> who, that's who my you, big, that's one of my biggest cast gripes. as Doctor Strange? Oh, I, I, it, it, I don't know. I've never given okay, it a thought. By the end of the movie, let's, let's, let's say who else we could have put in that right. role. That way we have some time to get to this. But just think about that as we're, we're going through this. Like, who else could we have picked as Doctor Strange that would have been a good Doctor Strange? I'm sure there's some other good people out there. Um, but he's doing a brain operation at the Metro General Hospital. And he just seems like like he's so fucking cocky and arrogant at this that he can like not only do this surgery, but he can also basically break down and like become like an IMDb of songs. <laughs> like... Um, so they're trying to trick him. Like he's like, they put a song on like, this is such and such this year. And then the second one, I always like laugh because it feels so good by Chuck Mangione, which is like the main theme from King of the Hill. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> Chuck Mangione plays the Megalomart and that song comes on all the time. Um, and he's like, it was 1978. And the guy's like, oh, it came out in 77. He goes, no, it charted in 70 or, or charted in 78 and came out. What I don't remember was fucking bullshit, whatever. He, he ends up being right. Um, yeah, it was. It I was, was alive when it charted. <laughs> oh, no. It was basically just a, a nice little nutshell way of saying, like, not only is this guy an asshole that thinks he he's knows everything, but he actually does know everything. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. He's he. I mean, he's justified in the fact that he knows it all. He's just an asshole about it. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like the Steve Rao of fucking Marvel oh, characters. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Like he's right all the t- he's right all the time, but he's kind of an ass about it. <laughs> Steve, I don't agree with that. Right. Yeah, you're Doug's favorite podcast host, don't worry. Right. Exactly. Um, as he's finishing the surgery, his girlfriend, Dr. Christine Palmer, played by a Rachel McAdams, uh, she rushes in to show him an x-ray of a patient with a bullet in his brain. Now, this is where like, I, like, I'm okay with him to this point. Then he dismisses the case because it's hopeless, and he doesn't want to basically mess up his perfect record right. of mm-hmm. surgery, which... This is where I'm like, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before this, I'm like, okay, well, he's just really good. He's arrogant, you know, but he has every right to be. At this point, like, I start realizing, well, he he could possibly save this person, but because there's a risk that he won't, he doesn't want to take the chance because it's going to kind of fuck up his spotless record as a surgeon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just, just an aside. My dad got denied heart surgery at two hospitals for that very reason. Ugh. Because they had amazing t- statistical records for you know success with heart surgeries, 
and they didn't want to ruin it. Yeah, and I believe that, man. Two different hospitals, so it's real. That shit's real. I've, yeah. met, I've met those guys. Yeah, it's, right? that's, that's a real thing. So um, he realizes, though, um, or wait. Oh, it's Christine who's like, no, yeah, you're Christine's gonna like, do this, you're going to do this. Yeah, that's right. Um, I lost my place there. But he realizes that the patient's comatose because he's been poisoned by elements in the bullet. Uh, he thinks he can save the man's life and goes to the ER surgery and does this extraction with forceps. And this demonstrates how much hand control he has. Now, this is a big sticking point. You have to understand that he has incredible control of his hands. Because right. <laughs> this entire movie's about him and his hands. Um, and the doctor who that made the, the initial diag- diagnosis, uh, Nicodemus West, West, played by Michael Strahlberg. Yeah, um, he, I, by the way, I absolutely love Michael Michael Stahlberg. Yeah, he's such a great actor. He's everything that he does. He's so freaking good, man. Yeah, um, Boardwalk Empire. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. right. I forgot he was in that Boardwalk Empire. He was uh, uh, was he Meyer Lansky? No, he wasn't Lansky. Maybe I can't. He was I haven't Lansky. watched the show in long, recent enough to remember the names. And anyway, but yeah, so I'm just yeah, I just I love him so. But um. So he's left humiliated by Strange's ego. Uh, later, Strange and Christine are joking about their relationship. It's on again. It's off again. Um, and she turns him down to to basically he wants her to go out him her to go out with him, and, and she's like, "No, I'm good." Yep. Uh, yeah. So he uh, he heads back to his condo, very expensive place, obviously to dress for the evening. Um, no expense spared. No right. Um, he opens up a drawer full of watches and selects one that's his favorite. Um, I don't know what brand it is, but that's his absolute favorite. Um, he, of course, you know, he owns a Lamborghini, so a Huracan. <laughs> yeah, he leaves the leaves the uh, the condo in his Lambo uh, and heads north. Um, he calls an assistant to consider his next patients, um, one of which is. You know, it's Rhodey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Rhodes, and he says no to saving him because it takes place after Civil War. Uh, so we yeah, know what happened to like, Rhodey there. The first time I watched the movie, that kind of went over my head, but I oh, caught yeah, it this time. Oh, yeah, me too. I caught it I this time. I didn't even time. think about it, but this time I definitely caught it. Yeah, I caught it this time too. Um, you know, and again, he, he does the same cherry picking because he wants to keep his record pristine. So, uh, you know, and, and that's what. I mean, and, and you, you talked about it earlier, Eric, about, you know, the pitfalls of an origin movie, right? There's a lot in these first few scenes, a lot of beat you over the head, um, alluding to what's to come. But right. it's like, it's sort of like, like directly beating you in the, in the head yeah. with it. It's like so overtly obvious why this shit's happened and why he's picking and choosing and just and his hands and everything and you know yeah, so yeah. uh so yeah so as he's doing that he's just, he gets distracted because you know he can do 50 things at once in his own head anyway um he crashes the car uh goes into a river uh the car's wrecked and um he's wrecked too i mean he, he's he's oh, yeah. a mess as we'll come to see so Oof. yeah i don't like car crashes in movies man. no no Ugh. um it, it is a gnarly wreck, and he's airlifted uh, back to his hospital where he works. And uh, Christine is there when he wakes up. He's. I wonder obvi- if this is like the equivalent of like if you work at McDonald's, going to your McDonald's seat. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> I used to go to my Jack in the Box to eat all the time. Uh, 
I'm, I'm are you off today? Like hey, what's up? Night. I'm off today. What's going on? Do I get a, like a 50% discount go. or something? Well, I mean, back when I was a youth, that was the only place open 24 hours a day. So yeah. <laughs> on a Friday or Saturday night, didn't matter. You had to go there. So um, now you've just made me hungry. Thank you, Doc. Sorry. It's I've never okay. had Jack in the Box. Oh, it's good, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all good stuff. It's all kangaroo meat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was a rumor back in the day. You know, that's <laughs> a funny rumor because kangaroo meat would be ridiculously expensive. Oh, I know that. I know. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. It's like making everything with lobster. But uh, yeah. anyway, go ahead. So this is a cool scene. I like this scene a lot. Um, you know, when, when Stephen Strange wakes up, he gets that panning up shot when, when he realizes it's his hands. It's his yep. hands that are so badly hurt. Mm-hmm. And they uh, had to be rebuilt, and they're mobilized, and a framework of pins and wires. It just looks gnarly. And his yeah. reaction to it, for me, this is one of Cumberbatch's best pieces of acting in this movie. Because he's yes. genuinely devastated, but he's devastated because he knows he could have done a better job on himself yeah. than the surgeon who did it. He's like, I could have done it. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. very like the end of a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like the it's like the people who are like, um, he shaved or, or he shaved his hair to buy her like a like a comb or something and like, <laughs> like you know the guy like the two people get each other's presents but like yes, yes basically I what know. they gave up to get the other person's present is what the presents for yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you know he's he's recovering slowly after these surgeries but his hands are, sh- are they're shaky and they're stiff and it, it's a long road and he can't be a neurosurgeon anymore obviously yeah. um it just sends him on this path of feeling sorry for himself he breaks up with christine so in, in a very like childish dickish way oh it was so old. yeah yeah it was also that- this this like you break up with your girlfriend when you can't use your hands that's not a good idea <laughs> <laughs> Hello, flashlight. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's true. That's true. I, mean, that's, I didn't really think about that. That's but. forward thinking, right there, buddy. <laughs> you say you're a smart guy, Doctor Strange, but yeah, apparently I didn't think not. you thought this one all the way through, buddy. Yeah. No, and you know, I hope you know a spell for that. Um, <laughs> Ejaculoso. So. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so Harry Potter or adult <laughs> porn version of Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's continuing to just be an asshole, um, and he's really, really like unforgivingly harsh to Christine um, when he breaks up with her. It's it's a rough watch. Um, he hears about a man called Jonathan Pangborn, uh, who was very injured and inexplicably recovered from uh, half body paralysis. Um, Strange finds him playing basketball. And the man tells him he found the cure in Carmitage. Now I have a question: Is Pang is Pangborn a comic book character? Or is he just for the movie? Like the honest answer is I don't know. Okay. Um, he could. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he is some like you know. Yeah, he um, plays um the hero Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. 
No, I asked because, I mean, it's Benjamin Bratt, so he's a well-known actor. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, I, I thought it was another case of Marvel bringing someone on and then just <laughs> making them disappear sort well, of I mean, thing. I, 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 don't, I just I don't the know. The cameos are always big-name people anyway, so it's not like, you know, yeah, it's not but, out of the realm. Yeah, I mean, no, they no, brought no, Jim Rash on just to talk about a self-cooking hot dog. That's a huge cameo because <laughs> everyone knows Jim Rash. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, he's got probably got a, more Oscars than Benjamin Bratt. Oh, he, he probably he does, but I, I guarantee you no one knows him. <laughs> I do. But. This is just me being a bad nerd. I, I honestly don't know. I'm gonna No, no, it it's up. okay, yeah. man. It's okay. Yeah, no. Um, so Strange then takes a, travels abroad. He goes over to Nepal, and he starts wandering around the streets of Kathmandu. He does, like, the things you do, like, turn the prayer wheels, and he's, like, in, like, the tourist-type areas of I, this. I, I, I want the knife. Yeah. Do you know what that is? No? no, from the movie The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. Oh, oh fuck yes! <laughs> he goes into the oh, goes into shit. the town. Oh, dude, yeah. that's one of my favorite movies. Oh, I, I used to love, love that movie. And and that quote is in this house. Eric and I use that yep. almost every day in one form or another. <laughs> I, I knew like I recognized it, but I was like yeah. I could not place it. He's I like spinning the record movie. on. He's got yep. that stone. He's I, I, yep. I, I, I <laughs> want want the knife. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. It's been so long. It's since so stupid. It's funny. It's such a great movie. No, I'm I'm a fan. Yep. So we have right. an answer. That is a brand new character for the film. Okay, no, thank yeah. you. From the comics. Right. Um, All right. Nice. Um, he, you, you can tell someone's noticing him and starts following him around. Uh, we meet another sorcerer named Carl Mordo, played by, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, Tweddle Ijafor. Okay. Oh, that was impressive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I would have guessed him, something so. similar, but I wouldn't have got it right. I know. <laughs> I don't know if I got his first name completely right. Shuetto, like, Shuetto, and yeah, Ijafor. Ijafor right. is his last name, and um, I, yeah, I, I dig him as an actor too. So he saves, uh, he saves uh, Strange from a group of muggers, and it's funny because his name actually is Strange. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. So like, he is Doctor Strange. I mean, that's like I know it's a it's his superhero name, but it's actually his name. <laughs> like, it's so great, it's really weird. It's a great exchange later in the movie with the with the yeah. villain. <laughs> it's yes. so fucking funny. I do like that by super fucking great. Um, and he uh, he goes to Karmataj with him where he gets to meet the Ancient One. <laughs> the Ancient One. So, yeah, so the Ancient One, we've already touched on the controversy around that, but uh, she knows all about, uh, you know, all about Stephen, and uh, she introduces him to an alternate reality. So that's our first time seeing the separation of the physical and the, and the spiritual. Yeah bodies which is a pretty cool effect i dig it and they use it you know well later on in this movie they use it in doc strange movies but also you know in in the in, in the avengers movies so it's pretty cool um so she, is that she, where she like pushes him out and he goes through like the fucking like quantum realm like fucking trip um or yeah, is that later no that i think that's this she she pushes yeah. him out and you know she's monologuing over his, his right experience through space and time and yeah, yeah this whole alternate reality is him being separate his body's still back and he's know. like going like through like dimensions and shit and it's like yeah, yeah no that, yeah, exactly okay. that's all that's the whole spiritual realm that she's yeah. doing with him yeah this yeah, is yeah. far and away the preachiest part of the movie yes just a little bit yeah i, I <laughs> like though that he's like sitting there like talking shit to her and then like she's like boom and then he's just gone yeah <laughs> i know and guess what he still talks shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he gets separated from his body he he's got somebody standing over him saying you got knocked the fuck out <laughs> and you he's can't still say that, mouths off say that. he's <laughs> still mouths off he can't help himself all right 
Um, so yeah, so she she takes him on this journey to explain this alternate universe and how the you know the multiverse. She's basically showing him the the multiverse is what we'll come to know as the multiverse going forward. Um, you know, so he 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 gets this tour and then he begins his training. Um, well, before that though, because yeah. they left a, they left a part out here. Yeah, he gets true. kicked out and sits on the curb for like, is it? It's like a couple days, right? And he's sitting it's, out there. It's three days because that's how you get in Fight Club. That's how you get in Project Mayhem. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's three days. You got to. Yeah. So he's sitting on the porch for like three days, banging on the door, like. Yeah. Just let me in. Let me in. And exactly. Then like, like a whiny. I think, bitch. I think Mordo's the one that comes up and says he's still out there. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Uh, so you know he starts his training. Uh, you know he learns the temple is part of a secret group saving the world from enemies from these other dimensions and universes, um, and, and so they're sort of gatekeepers uh, and. Um, at this point, uh, Mordo shows him, you know, a magic stick. It's a relic that can be used as a weapon, and and the, these these otherworldly weapons tend to find their user. Um, yes. they're fickle and they're, and they're very particular about who they will work with. And um, so Mordo's is a very cool stick that can knock the snot out of people. It's very very cool. Um, so he explains that Caecilius is a, was a former student of the Ancient One, and um, you know he's stolen uh, a spell from that book that we saw earlier and escaped with his uh, three zealots. Um, there was worried that he'll decipher the spell and can call in Dormammu, uh, who's a big, big baddie from the Dark Dimension. Uh, yep. He's basically a world eater or a universe eater. He's indestructible too, pretty much. Yes. Um, to take over the world. Um, is this where they explain about Earth being his prize? Or I don't remember. At he some was, point, it's either the Ancient One or Mordo explains more about Dormammu and, and yeah. that he's eaten worlds and worlds and worlds and galaxies, but the Earth is his prize because it's so new, unique because it's difficult because of human nature, because of you know the resiliency of, of um, you know the humans and the, the way they protect it. So um, Strange is upset, and he says he hasn't come to join their group, only to cure his hands. So it just keeps going. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And this, you know, like I said, the, the message was very preachy here, but the visuals, it was fucking pure spectacle. It was... Yes, it was absolutely. M.C. Escher, it was like Jack Kirby art. You know, yeah. brought yeah. to life. Yeah. It was it was super super yeah. incredible to look and, at. And you know this 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 whole section of it, you know, getting into Kathmandu and stuff. This is where I connect with, with Joe's connection with it because I dig that that yeah. again that Eastern philosophy metaphysical shit. Um, and wow, the you just scenery. like literally said in two words what I was trying to explain with over like six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you were rolling, man. We weren't going to stop it. But no, absolutely we not. Also, um, for our viewers that are actually watching this, look at my cup today. Oh, there you go. I like I'm appropriate. that. My Dr. Strange Well, I cup. mean, look. You know, I bitch of Dr. Strange, but look at one of the few pieces of art that I own yeah. from Eric so far is that Dr. Strange thing. So, you know, I, I, I dig the dude. Um, so, all right. Am I done? Is someone else reading? <laughs> I totally lost where yeah, I was. Yeah, I think, we're, anyway. I think we're on Eric's turn. I got, get where you. I get where you're coming from, Joe. You got one of those awkward paragraphs that splits and goes into the next page. Oh, that yeah, that totally <laughs> messed me up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Three hours of sleep and a hangover. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, the so, floor yeah, is yours. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
like like Doug said, those relics choose their user. That's a big, uh, you know what's coming, you know? Do we, do we, like, see as they say that in the background, is that where the eye is? Like, is sitting there behind him? I don't think he's in the library when they're doing that. No, I think they're he was outside. outside. They yeah. were outside because they were combat training at the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they haven't made it to the library yet. Okay. Yeah. So uh, while they're doing that training, uh, Mordo explains that uh, Cassilius was a former student of the Ancient One, and he stole a spell from a book and escaped with uh, three of his zealots. So there's worry that he's going to decipher that spell, and he's going to call in Dormammu from the Dark Dimension to take over the world. Uh, Strange is upset because he's like, bitch, I came to fix my hands. Like, <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with none of this. Um, wow. Still very much only concerned about himself. Um, you know, just, uh, I'm not here to join your cult. I just want to fix my shit. So, yeah. you know, I can go on being the best surgeon in the tri-state area. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Strange visits the library at Karmatosh, which is kept by one of my favorite actors in this, Wong, who is actually played by Benedict Wong. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, talk about movies being, you know, names appropriate. Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange and Benedict Wong is Wong. <laughs> um, so Strange, of course, does what Strange does and he decides, fuck this, I'm going to be the best at this. If I'm going to do this, I'm not going to fucking half-ass it. I'm going to be the best there is at it. Which uh, is my philosophy on shit, too. It's probably why another reason I like him. Like, I'm, if I'm going to do something, i going to be fucking really good at it. I'm not going to half-ass it. Um, so he starts borrowing and reading all these looks from books from the library from the humorless Wong, which I find super funny because Wong is hilarious. I know it's great. It's 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 so great that they allowed that character to grow and become so integral to the whole yeah. story because Benedict he's such Wong a hard ass so up great. front, and then like yeah. he just gets so funny as this exactly. as the show's going. Like by by uh by Shang Chi, he's fucking great. Oh yeah, um, when he picks up the fucking like. Um, the martini just drinks it down at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, when he asks about the book that Caecilius was after, Wong explains that it's reserved only for use by the Sorcerer Supreme. It, it's in like a special section of the library that's got like some beads hanging down and you got to be 18 <laughs> to enter and, you know, all that good stuff. I know that section. Yeah. Um, and however, the book is there, but Caecilius did steal some pages from it. Uh, so Strange learns how to create portals, and he gets really good at it. And as he's doing this, you see Wong kind of... Is Wong listening to like an iPod or something? Like, he has music in his ears, right? That was one of the best bits in the whole movie, is is him saying, oh, your name's Wong? Like, it's a one-name name? Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah. like Beyonce? Oh, you don't know who fucking Beyonce is? And the payoff <laughs> to that moment is here, where Wong has got headphones on listening, listening to Beyonce. Fucking, all the yes. single ladies. That's right. Okay, I know. I thought I thought there was a tie back, but I could not remember what it was. Um, and as he's doing that, you see like uh, Doctor Strange's hand come through, grabbing books off the fucking walls. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, and he starts to learn about astral projection. Um, one night when Wong's not in the library, Strange also use, learns how to time shift using the pendant, the Eye of Agamotto, uh, which we do find out later. Agamotto was the guy who kind of started this entire like sanctum thing um Agamo is like a super powerful sorcerer from the very beginning um now this eye which is like a pendant that goes around his neck enables him to see the missing pages from the book um he gets caught by Mordo and Wong who tell him that it's forbidden to use time spells because they can cause loops that can create you know the wielder to be stuck forever and also can let evil forces into the universe and that's going to be a big payback for you know way in the future yeah, there's, there's a whole forward. lot of uh, 
here's <laughs> we're gonna beat you over the head with the the next plot beat situations yeah. in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um. Oh, Doug, you're up, man. That's uh. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Holy crap! I uh, I am so out of order right now. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh. Oh, dudes, I'm really sorry. So, is this the three sanctums thing? Yep. All right. Cool. I will change the order once I finish this. So, Wong explains that there are uh, three sanctums on Earth uh, in London, New York, and Hong Kong. Uh, where parts of the group uh, hang out and they watch out for the world. Um, it's basically a shield. It creates a shield around the Earth that protects, you know, the Earth from Dormammu and all the other, you know, otherworldly nasties. Uh, he gives more of Dormammu's history that he's purely he's pure evil, being bent on conquering all known worlds. There you go. And this is the section. Yeah. And and that Earth has long been his ultimate target because of the resiliency of, of the inhabitants of. Uh, the planet. Uh, at this point, Cassilius finally deciphers a stolen spell, and his group attacks the London Sanctum, uh, which is a plain building with that cool, trademarked Doctor Strangey looking design on the window. I like that too. Like that's a cool design. It's a cool design, yeah. And it's a uh, visually, it works really well, man. Like yeah. even in later movies, that window shows up, and you get real excited. Like oh shit! Oh yeah, absolutely. It's instantly recognizable. Yep. Uh, the backlash from the London Sanctum throws Strange through a door and into the New York Sanctum. Uh, the building is deserted, and as he wanders around looking at all the artifacts and all the cool stuff in there, he notices this uh, burgundy cloak in a glass case that moves as he looks at it. This was a cool moment, man, because yes. up until this point, Doctor Strange ain't had his uh, signature look. Uh, at the end of a corridor, he finds three glass doors turn out to be gateways to other places. Uh, the destination is changed by turning a dial next to each door. So that is really was, cool. I wish I yeah. had that. Was, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, would be, that, would, that would be handy. I'm sorry. Travel. Yeah, just so Like, Doug, stuff. we got a live show. Okay, call me. Click, there you click, go. Click. I'm there. <laughs> Two seconds. Honey, I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> and it pops up right in front of San, um, Hollerbox. <laughs> oh, that, that's the one I want. Yes. I don't need to go anywhere else. <laughs> Give me the holler box magic door, man. Right? Yeah. Right? That would That'd be, be 300 pounds. Holy yeah, right. shit. Uh, yeah, man. It, it's, this was, this was kind of neat for oh. me. Um, just, just seeing the inside of the Sanctum Santorum. Like, it's this, you know, just like the Baxter building or yeah. like Avengers Tower. It's just yeah. this iconic Cool Marvel. set piece. Yeah, yeah, set piece. And it's like, oh, wow. They, like, that Eastern, uh, you know, philosophy cool you know stuff that you like like the cue for the everest ride man <laughs> like yeah that, that's that was cool to see like it's that. like all a bunch of cool ancient artifacts and stuff yeah um so while we're in the new york sanctum uh Caecilius and his group come to attack uh strange you know not known necessarily for his ability to fight <laughs> figures out kind of how to using the magic against them like as he goes um, he uses he gets rid of two of the zealots right away by using the gateways and the cloak kind of helps him. Um, it's a relic, of course, and it seems to have chosen him. It's got its own intelligence and it wraps itself around him. Um, the cloak helps him subdue the third zealot and also restrain Caecilius in this really cool like 
It looks like some kind of weird torture device, but it binds right? around him. And like, yeah. I love like that thing. Absolutely yeah. love that that effect. Yeah, it's it's so cool. And like, it's like, and just pulls him back. And he just fucking sits. It looks like some kind of old sex device or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta like, mention too the uh, the cloak was played by the magic carpet from the movie Aladdin. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, what you don't understand though is like the cleaning bill for it was high because they had to get a booze shit off of it. <laughs> no shit, it's true. <laughs> that monkey couldn't stop. Oh no, like you know, everyone knows that Gilbert Godfrey was was Yago, but they don't realize that Abu was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, so I had to fucking end it somehow. I, I understand. You did all um, right. Uh, Kaecilia starts to talk to Strange about the Ancient One and how she's immortal. She's he's kind of like trying to put like the seed in in the head of Doctor Strange that hey, she might not be all you think she is. Um. He, he claims that the Ancient One has, you know, achieved her abilities to have long life by using powers from the darker dimension. Which, once again, I'm a fan of this kind of stuff. Like, these weird... I like I love the show Ancient Aliens. I'll sit and fucking watch this shit all night. And it's like, ancient scholars believe. And, like, you know it's just a bunch of bullshit, but I fucking love it. Like, because it's, it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, so, once Strain let, Strange lets down his guard, um, the third zealot revives himself and then stabs strange uh strange does manage to open a gate though and stagger into a janitor's hot a closet in the hospital you know where christine's working uh he finds her and barely manages to get on the table as christine hooks him up to a heart monitor and then she performs an emergency pericardiosynthesis did i say that right pericardiosynthesis synthesis um basically draining excess blood from around of his heart uh, while she's doing this, Strange has separated his astral body and continues to fight this zealot, uh, finally killing him with the help of Christine, who uses a defibrillator to shock him. Um, the zealot is not visible to Christine, but she can tell that something's going on as shit's like just bouncing around all over the fucking room around her. Oh, by the way, defibrillator, been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was called Velocicoaster. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, the zealot... Uh, you know, she like I said, he she can't see it, but she's kind of spooked by what's going on. Um, after he's sewn up and recovering, Strange tells Christine that he needs to go back and return through the gate, and she thinks that he's he's fucking bullshitting her. He's like telling her the stuff, and she's like, "Okay, I don't know what the fuck you're doing or what the fuck you've actually been, but what are you doing?" He tells her just straight up the truth, and she's like, "Okay, bullshit." Then he goes in the fucking closet, the portal's there. She he walks through it. It disappears, and I love the acting. She's standing like fucking shocked, and a brew like a mop falls over, and she just fucking jumps. That was like the one funny thing they gave that character yes. to do in this whole movie. Yeah. Exactly, but it it did work really well. I like yeah. yeah. And that mop was actually played by one of the mops from Beauty and the Beast. Ah, be our guest. Little known fact. <laughs> little little known fact. Known fact. The uh, work is few and far between for these prop actors, huh? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. tough out yeah. there, man. It's tough. Yeah, out there. Um, tough out I know Lumiere was really disappointed he wasn't invited into the movie. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I, I all of that is a long way of saying ghost fight, which is what I wrote on my paper. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Cassilius right. has escaped. And, Welcome uh, to pottery class. Oh, wait a minute, now one. I'm confused as shit. I'm going. I thought it was my turn again. I think it is Doug's now. It fuck. is my turn. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm all messed up. Sorry. No, man. me too, dude. I already proved that. Um, all right, yeah, so Kaecilius, he's escaped and uh, he's gotten out of the sanctum. Uh, Mordo joins Strange in New York. Um, the Ancient One also comes and suggests that Strange take over the New York sanctum. 
Uh, they're impressed with the magical cape known as the Cloak of Levitation uh, because it's chosen him. So if it's chosen him, there's some worth there, uh, according to them. Uh, Strange is reluctant to take the position because why? He's a dick. Um, you know, until they tell him more about Caecilius and also about the Ancient One's use of dark magic. Yeah, because he, he has some questions based on what Caecilius told him about the Ancient One. Uh, he has some questions that he needs answers for. So, And, uh, you know, it, yeah, I don't know. Caecilius, yep. he comes back with more of his goons. And uh, Doctor Strange creates a mirror dimension to contain the fight, which is another amazing visual treat. Yes. Um, it is just incredible. The buildings and all the everything spilling in and onto itself and out of itself. It's like a, a living kaleidoscope. It's super, super cool. Um, the fight spills out to the street. Cassilius uses his powers to shapeshift the city um, and disorient Strange. The Ancient One returns to help, but she falls and she's mortally wounded. So Strange takes her to Christine's hospital, but it is too late. Um Strange you know, follows. He's, he's really taking advantage of this employee discount. Yeah. <laughs> when those bills come, though, I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I'm like, who the fuck is the ancient one? They'll uh, for, they're going to foreclose on this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. um, Strange follows the ancient one's spirit in his astral form, and they talk as they overlook New York City. She accepts that this is the end of her life and suggests that Strange can take over. This was a weird scene for me because yep. this is the point in the movie where the story elements really seem to be at odd with themselves. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Get into it a little bit more later when we review this thing. So there was stuff in this movie, in this scene message wise that I really liked, but it completely contradicted stuff <laughs> that she said earlier in the movie. So it was, right. it's like, right. well, it feels like a lot of people wrote this script and maybe they didn't all meet or we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. They didn't so have Microsoft SharePoint. What I what I really like though is like the point where they're talking. They're like looking at this night sky over New York City, and you see a helicopter, and the blades are going like. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. There's like a lightning bolt coming down. It's like. Yep. She even makes a comment. She's like, "Your body yeah. hasn't hit the ground yet." You yeah. Know? She's like, "Right." And right. here I am, like slowing down time just to live out the, just to live out a few more minutes. Yep. you know and and watch yeah. a, a storm come in or something it's like that is cool it, it's a really cool like visual to it mm -hmm. um so once she's passed away caecilius returns with some more zealots in like or this is what you just said didn't you yes you're on the <laughs> you're on the back of new york sanctum yeah we're, okay we're i don't know why we're i got rolling, stuck on yeah yeah because i i missed that part about the ancient one in uh yeah you know but anyways uh back in the new york sanctum uh, Strange and Mordo realize that Hong Kong is the next one on Caecilius's list, and they uh, portal over to Hong Kong Sanctum, but it's already been overrun, and the destructive force is enveloping the city. Um, Wong, who's been guarding it, has been killed, and Dormammu's dark dimension is growing from the location of the Sanctum. Now, is this oh. the is this the same street that's the um, that uh, 
Ronin goes on later because it looks very similar to the street Ronin's it, on. It's the same it, movie set, yeah. yeah. It's the same set, right? Okay, because I was watching it yeah. and I was like, yes. this is like the exact same fucking set they used for yeah. that. So I was wondering it's if it was the same, the same street. It's the same set. It's the same set from uh, from Armageddon <laughs> when when the, the chunk of the meteor yeah. comes down and wrecks Hong Kong. It, okay. yeah, it's yeah. the same set. Lots of I mean, neon lights, yeah. It looked that, exact, well, that's, like, yeah. exactly the same. I was like, well, I was wondering. That's everybody, all of us, you know, dumb westerners that's our yeah. concept of hong kong so it's very easy to fool us just put up okay. some neon lights I, like Joe said sure I wasn't the only one that thought that <laughs> you know chickens hanging in windows and hey there it is hong kong yeah yeah it's like uh you know from the other side of it it's like every new yorker lives in times square like that's yes thing, you know exactly all right so um strange at this point uses the eye of Aga, Aga, the eye of agamoto hello moto um and he starts to reverse this process um but kaiselius recovers and manages to stun strange stopping that process before it complete uh strange then has like this like fucking light bulb idea and he's like i'm gonna go fucking confront dormammu so he flies off um into the heart of the dark dimension and he uh sees dormammu which just this weird fucking like lighting effect in the sky Once again, Eric, if you were high during this, you might have really enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, look, he's just a big face, man. And yeah. I just absolutely fucking love, like, love, 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 love more than anything the way he defeats Dormammu, who's indefeatable. Yes, I um, agree with you, man. So he basically has created a time loop. So Dormammu just keeps fucking killing Doctor Strange over and over yeah. and over yeah. and over in like a hundred thousand different ways. But every time he dies, time resets to the start of the confrontation. Eventually, he just frustrates Dormammu so fucking much that yes. he fucking gives up. He's like, fuck it, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I can't fucking deal with this anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and basically, he won't come back to, to the Earth as long as Doctor Strange stops this fucking time loop. Because Dormammu, I think, he lives outside of the time loop. So he, for him, it just keeps happening over and over again. He's not resetting in his mind. He's... Right. Just has to keep fucking living yeah, he, with this. Right. Yeah, he's conscious of every every yeah. moment of it. Yeah. So, um, it was only I the, love fr- that- the second one where he was confused because he started in again and he was like, wait, it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I love the, like, you know, Hulk's power, he'll beat the shit out of something. Thor's power, he'll beat the shit out of something. Captain America's power, he'll beat the shit out of something. Iron Man's power, he'll beat the shit out of something. Doctor Strange's power, he'll annoy the shit out of you. <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, that's his way of beating somebody is to just yeah. annoy them until they give up just mentally defeat you yeah that's i I, i've been telling you that's my kind of hero right there um well that was a really cool way to to dispatch the villain as opposed to like five minutes before that they just did the fucking superman the movie where he's like i'll just rewind the world and i know yeah i mean they could have had the cgi fucking fuck fight fest but they didn't they used something a little bit more thoughtful (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. The time loop thing was was a chef's kiss. That was good. Yeah. Um, so back on the street, uh, S- S- Strange sends Kaecilius and his crew with with Dormammu back into the dark dimension, just as it's about to vanish. Yep. Uh, so when this is all said and done, uh, Mordo Mordo's pissed at Strange uh, because he broke the use the rules using the time pendant. Uh, and that the Ancient One used what he considers to be a forbidden power to prolong her life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, do we don't... I know very shortly after what I'm discussing, Wong mentions an Infinity Stone, but 
we didn't know yet, right? Or did we? I don't remember. We had a feeling. Okay, I think yeah, it, I those think in the know had a feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, before she died, the Ancient One uh, warned Strange that Mordo was very big on following the rules. And, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, both his weakness and his strength. And that Strange's flexibility would be an important factor uh, when they worked together. Um, but Mordo says there's uh, there must be a reckoning, and he retires from the group and walks away. He sort of you know, is going to walk the earth like kung fu yeah yeah <laughs> that's i want to see that movie man <laughs> yeah right that'd be a good movie exactly uh dr strange takes over the new york sanctum he puts the eye of Ayamoto back in its guarded place at carmitage where wong tells him a little secret about the eye which is that it contains one of the six infinity stones that was a cool moment yes so, so definitely far, so, so far we've got the one from the test rack, which is the Mind Stone, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Then we got the Ether, which is the Power Stone? Power. Or yeah. Reality. No, it's oh. not the Power. The Power Stone is... is, uh, is the Power is from Guardians. Is the so purple. is the Reality Stone. It's the Reality Stone because that's where... Yeah, because yeah. they have yeah, to go yeah. to the planet to get it. Yeah. Yep. And then we've it's got... not real. The Power Stone from Guardians, which is the one they get from... Uh, he picks up on the on the fucking planet in the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. right? And we got the time stone now. Mm-hmm. So all that's left is the soul stone and the space oh, okay. stone. Is that it? I think it's I think it's the space. <laughs> I stone. I think you're right. Stone. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember where they. I know where the soul stone comes from. But I can't remember where the space stone came from. Where's the free coffee stone come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you drink too much coffee, you get a kidney stone. That's very true. <laughs> um, I'm really glad this landed on me. Um, in the mid-credits scene, we get Strange deciding to help Thor. And I fucking love the scene because he comes there and he's like, can I get you a drink? And Thor's there with the fucking tea. He's like, I don't want tea. So he just zooms back out and he's got this fucking giant like beer mug that just like fills (laughs) itself up. (laughs) Thor drinks the whole fucking thing down. Then he goes and it's just like, I want this magic cup. There (laughs) you go. uh, Basically, um, Do- Strange is asking th- this is basically from a scene from uh, Ragnarok 2 which is fucking just loves it he's wondering why Loki's on Earth and he's saying that he's looking for his father Odin and Doctor Strange says well if I tell you where Odin is will you get fucking off the Earth <laughs> yeah and Thor's exactly. like, Thor's like oh yes I'll go back to Asgard Asgard yep <laughs> so now we get to the post credit scene and we see that Doctor Strange isn't the only dick in town <laughs> uh <laughs> Mordo visits Pangborn, uh, who's in his little shop there doing some stuff. Um, and he, you know, he aggressively takes uh, the magic away that helped Pangborn walk again after the injury. Uh, so he crumbles to the ground. Um, and, you know, as Mordo is walking away, he just coldly states that, you know, the problem is, is there's too many sorcerers on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but too many chefs and not enough. Uh... Again, uh, uh, they set up something. You know, they set up a character only to leave him blown in the wind. You, we yep. got a really interesting villain in this movie, and they gave him to you after the movie was over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. And, uh, so, yeah. uh, that was Doctor Strange. Yep. So, there's only one thing left for us to do now. We're going Let's to... Uh, open a fucking portal to the reviews, my friend. Yep. Yes. But you got to have that ring. That's a little annoying. Yeah, it is. It is. Why you know, can't you do you it without the think- ring? Yeah. 
I guess no. they needed some, uh, you know, something for Spider-Man to steal. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, here it comes. All right. Good. That chills every time, dude. Every, every time. time. So with these reviews, we've talked about this before. Um, we're rating them against other MCU movies. So, yep. you know, they're not our our movie reviews, uh, you know, stacked against your Jurassic Parks or your whatever. Idiocracies. Idiocracies. Yeah. Your uh, <laughs> cool hand Lukes. No. Yeah. Um, how do we want to start? Do we want to end on a high? And give it to Joe to finish out because I yes. tell you right now he's gonna like this movie more than me and Doug. Yes, he will. Well, yeah, you guys go go ahead. Tell me first. Maybe you could talk me down a little. Okay. All right. Um, well, I'll go first then. Okay. Uh, Doctor Strange. My issues with it were, it's an origin movie. I don't hold that against it, but it's tough with the origin movies. Um, really weak villain. I love that the MCU's villains up to this point were so interesting and you really got behind their motivations and it was hard to even root against them sometimes like we just did civil war like i you know i gotta give it to marvel they're really good at that didn't do that so much for me in this movie um yeah the irony is even though it's a weak villain it's the most powerful villain we've had oh yeah no (laughs) i mean listen it was it was world ending level stuff yeah, um, but it didn't just, seem like it. Just didn't feel the stakes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we had two villains, really. Um, you know, we you had uh, Mads Mikkelsen was totally wasted for me, um, and then you had Dormammu, who was just a, a CGI fuckfest, you know, as, right. as we do. Um, you know, part of this movie too, it touched on it a little bit. It's it's that white savior thing where this he travels to an exotic land and. Uh, he doesn't respect the culture until he's awesome at it. <laughs> yeah. And then he just disrespects it totally. Yeah, yeah he yeah, still yeah. doesn't respect it. Yeah. yeah. He's Ray from Star Wars. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or like he masters the force in, in the exact same way as her. Um, yeah. To quote uh, another Doctor Strange movie, that doesn't seem fair. It doesn't <laughs> seem fair. Um, also, for me, the movie's message is at odds with itself. It's kind of strange. I liked it more this time. So I will say that, Joe. Like, on a repeat viewing, I enjoyed Doctor Strange more the first time I saw it. So that's something, for sure. Yes. Yep. Um, there, there is fun to be had here. There is stuff I really enjoyed. Like I said, the visuals are fucking breathtaking. It's, it's mm-hmm. amazing what they were able to do. And some of that stuff felt pulled straight out of a Jack Kirby comic book. So that was huge. Um, uh, uh, on the plot side of thing, on the message side of thing, it was very much. It felt like one of those um, those Christian propaganda movies, like, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the guy from Growing Pains and stuff. Like it felt oh, like yeah, yeah. And see, banana proves that God exists. <laughs> right. It felt like one of those up until um, up until the point where um, uh, what was the scene? I'm not doing this very much justice, but the scene where uh, the, 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 uh, oh my God, I'm having a stroke live on the show. <laughs> Holy shit. 
um, the chosen one dies. And she starts to talk about Doctor Strange, about, um, you know, death and, and like just characterizing everything as like, you know, the end is what gives life meaning. And it's, it's very like, it almost felt like someone's atheist cousin came in for like an afternoon and like s- snuck some stuff in the script in the middle of this movie. It was really weird. Um, but all that said, not one of my favorite Marvel films. Not an awful Marvel film by any means. They did a lot of cool things here. And they laid a lot of groundwork. So, you know, it's the origin movie. That's the burden of it. The the yep. stuff that Doctor Strange is in after this, I like much more than this. So, um, with all that said, I'm going to give it a 3.3 3 out of 5. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's sort of where I'm going to fall. Um I didn't dive nearly as deep into my reasons for not liking it, and I'm I'm impressed you did a good job because <laughs> all those reasons are 100% valid, and I completely, you know, not having focused that deeply, that could have been part of the nagging issue in the back of my head. But So my stuff is much more on the surface and just petty. <laughs> and again, it goes back to I love Benedict Cumberbatch, but his accent bothered me from the first time I saw the trailer for this movie. And it just continued through the entire movie. It bothered me. Um, his irredeemability, which kind of gets cleared up in later movies, kind of, but he's still always... And I understand that. That's the character. Yeah. You know, because it certainly helps him achieve his goals, and that's cool, you know. But it gets to me, so... <laughs> and the origin, so I think the biggest thing for me, and I've touched on this, you, you, you did too just now, but even with the other origin stories, I mean, even, you know... Captain America is my favorite favorite Avenger, but that movie was, you know, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad, but as the Marvel movies go, it, it's not even close to the to the good ones. Um, I mean, Iron Man was the one of the origin movies yeah. stories Iron that is, just is it, fired on all cylinders from it, the get go. It's the different. Right? It's the one that sets the yes. standard for it. Yeah. Yeah. So except, I, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. As except for Shang Chi for me, because Shang Chi's oh no, that's up there. That's absolutely. But but it's kind of hard to compare a movie from fucking two thousand six to one from two twenty twenty one. Because that was the first movie too. Iron Man. I mean, you know, the MCU was not established. They they were they were not on solid footing yet. The whole thing where Shang Chi is, you know. But you're right. I agree. Shang Chi. Like I can't wait till we get to that one because that's one of my favorites. But anyway, all that said. Um, it's not I can't, a fair comparison. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't go. I can't go as high as Captain America. Uh, you know, the first Avenger. So it's a three point one for me. All right. Um, so it's not awful. Middle of the road. You know. I definitely agree with and respect with most of everything you just guys said. It all makes yeah. sense. Uh, for me, I think some of the things you don't like are things I do like. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I love the irredeemable asshole aspect. I love the fact that he beat a fucking ultra powerful most powerful villain we've seen to date by fucking annoying him <laughs> like um i think the biggest villain in this movie though that we didn't bring on is himself he was the villain and the hero because he yes. was his biggest hurdle to overcoming what he needed to overcome mm-hmm. now once he overcame it he didn't have the redemptive aspects of a normal hero he just became a more insufferable asshole <laughs> but he did defeat the villain technically of himself which is you know with great power comes great responsibility he didn't wasn't responsible with the great power is the only problem yeah he was just um, like let's fucking do this yeah man. like yeah um like i said this genre of movie though speaks to me more than other ones like iron man obviously is a better uh, origin movie 
as in general, it's because it's it just it's so good. But for me personally, this beats Captain America for me because the Captain America origin story was kind of to me is just a kind of a more boring story. Yeah, Plus, I get it. I didn't like sure. the whole Nazi aspect and all that stuff. But once again, that's compl- it's like it's more of like a uh, World War Two like movie like styled movie versus like this, which is like the weird eastern philosophy mystic yeah. arts things so right. that's just a personal preference for me you you know i could see it either way being someone's favorite uh so mm-hmm. yeah i'm a war movie guy especially old stuff yeah. so yeah and it definitely struck i'm a typically not but me, i but love like ancient yeah. aliens mystic arts so like oh, no, i get it yeah just for yeah. us like that makes sense that all checks out mm-hmm. um i think there were some things they could have improved on but they did a fairly good job of telling the story that needed to be told to explain who this person is and why he's the way he is in the future. Cause yeah, you know, we're going to get to the point where he makes the decision for all mankind of like, mm-hmm. and like you have to have somebody who's that confident and arrogant in themselves to make that decision. They can't question themselves. They can't double back and wonder if they made some kind of mistake. They have to be a hundred percent rock certain that they're right. And his character, this kind of like is the groundwork for being able to do that and if he wasn't like this i don't think that that's possible later i think that was that was really smart and it's that's a that's a really good point too is you know to have an arrogant surgeon be the guy who makes the call of course like that's that's his job you know what i mean so So, well i get like it's not like a favorable character aspect it's a necessary one um yeah so for me, with all that being said, I'm probably going to go slightly higher than I should. I'm not going to go crazy, though. It's not in the realm of, like, Guardians or Civil War mm-hmm. or any of the other Avengers movies like that. It's it's still an origin story at the heart of it. But I'll probably go with a 3.9 on it. All right. That works. I didn't want to put it in the fours, being that it is an origin story. But yeah. I want to yeah. get as close to it as possible, just because I actually really enjoy the movie. Yeah. Well, of the second, like what we might call the second tier movies we've done so far that that final 3.43 puts it right behind iron man 3 as like the second see i can't of, do this. it's, it's got to be ahead of iron man 3 iron man 3 is so shit yeah i don't know what we were doing with iron man 3 <laughs> we um, were all really into iron man 3 i yeah. mean iron man 3 got bonus points because it took place in miami that's the only reason that's true. this way i had the i had the lowest score which usually doesn't happen yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's why I keep saying we need to leave room at the top. <laughs> no, that's true. So, but this is definitely better than Iron Man three. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I know for you and and you you gave Iron Man three a three point seven. Yeah. Okay. So you you so you so we all right, we all worked on that. Like we yeah. all worked basically without even looking from what we gave yeah. that movie and the other other earlier movies. So, I, you know, the score works. I think it yeah. does because again, it's like the second. You could you could say it flip flops with Iron Man three as far as the second tier movies up to this point. So yeah, but I mean, you know, if you put those movies side by side, like I mean, I think almost all of us can agree this is a better movie than Iron Man three. I think it. I think it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. There's <laughs> yeah, an argument if we would reevaluate. Made, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I gave maybe it at the end of this we'll, we'll reevaluate. We'll take the total like rankings. Yeah. And then we can like move them up or down based on like which ones we think. Like if these were next to each other, yeah. and we decided to end like we should just flip these two. <laughs> like, yep. That's yeah. fine. Oh, oh wait, you're gonna make me put filters on the on the uh, columns and no, I don't. Want to do that. 
<laughs> this will be way down the road. I it just all, it all comes I, to like how sober were we when we recorded what episode? Yeah, because I just, oh no, like, that's very true. Because like true. I mean, when I set these two movies side by side, I won't probably ever watch Iron Man three again. This one I'll watch again. <laughs> like, yeah. um, well, you have to look at what was before Iron Man three, right? Avengers. We came off Avengers. Right, so that was great. Yeah, but the other movies, with the exception of the first Iron Man, were all on the lower end of everything. So that yeah. was like Iron Man Three is like the first post Avengers. We were still coming off the high of that. So yeah, well, a lot also of reasons. I'm telling you, Miami influenced my score a lot in that movie. Well, there you go. There <laughs> you go. The fact that if, it's like if, a weird Christmas movie was also kind of charming. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. Ben Kingsley. Well, yeah. So, so there's a lot of redeeming value in it. I get but it. But still, like, it's not as good as Doctor Strange. Like, well, I like your that. idea. When we get to it, we will do that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I don't want to fuck with that right now. But I'm just, you know, my mind that seems like it should be. <laughs> those two aren't. Yeah. Aren't really comparable. Yep. Um, okay, so that was Doctor Strange. Uh, I had fun with this movie. I'm glad we got to it eventually, and it's going to set up a bunch of stuff. It's 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 an important uh, piece in the puzzle to come. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and. Who knows? I mean, going for, I mean, this has been the year of Doctor Strange so far. <laughs> like, oh. in both No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness. Like, Fucking A, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. He, in a big way, he, he comes uh, up to bat in these movies. So, yes. yeah. like I said, I like I like Doctor Strange as a character. I like him in all of those movies more than this one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll get there. Uh, we, yep. we got some people to thank. Well, before we do that, though. I oh. did. Uh, I did give a challenge to Doug at the beginning of this episode. Who else could be Doctor Strange? Oh, that's true. Mark Maron. <laughs> yes. Oh, he'd be so good. He's like the low key uh, Larry David. Oh, <laughs> you know. Oh God, that would be good. Okay. You're right, and you know what? You gave me that challenge. I didn't even give it a thought till just. Yeah, now. Eric did it for you. Good job, Eric. Yeah. Um, you're gonna have to, you know, come back to me at the beginning of the next one. <gasps> What about Bill O'Reilly? <laughs> Bill <laughs> O'Reilly. We're doing it live. <laughs> uh, great yeah, he, he is annoying, like, in real life. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's that's actually being nice. And yeah. his American accent's way better. Well, that's true. It is. It Bill is. Maher. Oh, that's someone I want to choke out. <laughs> Seriously. I, I want to put him in a sleeper hold and fucking choke him. Oh, yeah. Out. He's the worst. Yeah, he is. We're um, just naming a bunch of assholes. That's not fair. Like No, it's not. We got somebody who plays an asshole. I got it. I really have to think about it, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not in a very uh, off-the-cuff frame of mind right now. Frank Zappa. Oh. <laughs> they have to be alive? All right. We'll, we'll, yeah. re- we'll revisit this. Henry Rollins, then. <laughs> oh, <alive>. my God. <laughs> I know. Why is Doctor Strange so mad all the time? <laughs> How about I just go with my, my go-to and just say Glenn Howard and, you know, Dennis can be Doctor Strange. There you go. <laughs> that would be alarming. He could do the look, absolutely, if you put oh, him yeah. in the goatee and the hair. Oh, yeah. He and he's, that not, he's an asshole. Like, he's a narcissistic he asshole. Yes. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one eyebrow up thing, like, with yes. the spells. Oh, my exactly. God. It would all, all right. About the all right, let's, let's thank some people here. All right, we got to yeah. thank uh, show sponsor, Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law Firm. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. Uh, if you want to know if the nature of the universe is an uh, interacting community of beings inseparably related in space and time, uh, don't call Mo. Don't no. do it. He deals in the here and now. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Law. Law. Law and law adjacent. And, and he has a bird uh, law. Not bird law. <laughs> not bird law. <laughs> And he has a, uh, a hot sauce that just came out. Really? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Mo spicy? Is it Mo spicy? It is uh Mo intense. It's Wambulance Chaser. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and uh, I was I was lucky enough to have done the uh, label for it, so I, nice. I I got it today, and it's uh, too hot for me because I'm a baby. But you might enjoy it if there's still any on his website, uh, modewit.com. Oh, that's great. All right, yeah, we've got some uh, we've got some wonderful people to thank our uh, patrons from our Patreon. Um, they're a select group of people who, uh, again, help keep the lights on. They, they contribute every month, and it means the world to us. Uh, so we're going to read the list here. We've got Hannah Christ, Peter Bianco, Brian Gower from the Tone Jerks and the Second Button Podcast, uh, Will Lehu from our Just Surprise Me Podcast, uh, Tony DeGraw. What was that? Sometimes. Sometimes, that's true. Uh, Tony DeGraw from the Signal Path uh, Facebook and Podcast Group and the Texas State Boggle Champs King of the Hill Recap Podcast that he does with our very own Joe O'Rourke, uh, Mr. Michael McVeigh, and last and definitely not least, Mr. Q.G. Rection, who's going to be on the show coming up, so we might reveal his secret identity. We'll see. Yep, because might want that or I'm just going to call him Hugh the whole time. Well, I was going to say, he might want us to address him as you or Mr. Rection. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, hope he, I really hope he does. Yeah. I'm, always looking, for some, I'm always looking it. for some Mr. Rection. There you go. So we'll, uh, that, you, you'll all have to tune in to see. But yes, he will and, be uh, joining us as basically the culmination of these uh, master's classes. We, we won't call out one of our patrons on particular by name, but he might have just been in Florida and didn't like hang out with me and Eric and then got fat shamed at SeaWorld. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fucked he up. He basically drove right by Joe's house, and I bet you flipped it off as he drove oh, by. I know he did. And he probably pulled off my ex to take a piss. Yes, exactly, on your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> no, in your pool. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that's what pools are for. That's true. That's oh, true. hell yeah. Who hasn't yeah. done that? That, yep, yep. that and sword fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to become a Patreon and get made fun of also, you can uh, do so at uh, patreon.com backslash M-O-T-C-U. Yeah. Uh, on the next uh, Master's Class episode, we will be reviewing the second in the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, which is still a really fucking fun movie. It's actually got some of my more more memorable lines in it, too, for me. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a that was a two-tissue boxer for me. Oh, that was my, like, Drax fucking just comes out. In that movie. Oh, he's amazing. No, he's I amazing. Love, but like, Drax I, is uh, one of my favorite characters in all of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. No, he, and he's, I don't know if he would have been if it wasn't for the way Dave Valdista portrays him. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, come on. What, what more can you ask for? Ambulary batteries. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Well, there's only one thing left for us to do on this episode. Lights. Camera. Fuck off. Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen, guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on, as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. 
Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. In you fact, can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We, could, we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Oh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but not safe for anything right. picks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, guys, check out uh, patreon.com slash motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way, from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie.